This podcast is part of the Dark Myths Collective. Visit darkmyths.org to discover more shows like this one. The darkness awaits. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a magical episode of Zing This. Now, I know what you're thinking, Harry Potter. No, not this time, but something else magical. Yes, I am finally getting a chance to have the opportunity on an episode to discuss Magic the Gathering. But I could not do this by myself, so I brought in a planeswalker in their own regard. From the Not Alone podcast, I have brought mighty planeswalker himself, Jason Moitoso. Hi, everyone. Uh, my name is Jason. I'm one of the co-hosts for Not Alone Podcast. We cover uh, paranormal and supernatural activity across the world, and we break them down in a, in a fun setting all, all around. So uh, I'm fortunately getting to, to talk about something that I really enjoy now instead of uh, saying ghosts aren't real, which is what I usually do. Awesome. Now, is it true, now if I remember the history of Not Alone correctly, is it true that you and Sam did meet playing Magic? Uh, so, yes and no. Okay. Um, we, we actually met from work, uh, but we uh, really became close friends when uh, we started playing Magic the Gathering together. And after that is when it was like, hey, you want to do a podcast? And <laughs> me being... Like, oh, yeah, I want other people to listen to me, sure. <laughs> and now it's uh, about almost almost a year and a half later, and uh, we're still going strong. Yes. Um, so for those of you who might not be familiar with what Magic the Gathering is, it is a card-based collector-slash-playing-slash-all-consuming Thing you can do um basically when you're when you're at the checkout somewhere and there's cards sitting there 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 it's it's like pokemon for adults even yeah. though pokemon and Yu-Gi-Oh were sort of vaguely based on this and everything right so so i guess that's the easiest way to explain it and it's been around since 94 i want to say I, I just had this pulled up it, and i didn't even look yeah it, it's either 93 or 94 as i as i checked to to confirm as I really went by. Okay, uh, 93 was when yeah, Alpha, Beta, Alpha. and Unlimited came out. Now, there have been numerous sets, thousands of different cards over time. So, my question to you, sir, is when did you get into Magic and what got you into it? By the way, we will play a game of Magic over our conversation at some point. I just wanted to get the formalities out of the way first. Yeah, totally. So, I started playing, let's see, it was... Uh, the set was Return to Ravnica block, and it was Gate Crash. I believe was the set that I started actually picking up and playing with the cards. So, uh, for everyone that doesn't know, this is going to be a little little weird of a description. So, there are five colors of Magic, and every color has different strengths and different weaknesses. And it's not too frequently that cards get printed where they are more than one color. Return to Ravnica was a block where they focused heavily on uh, cards that had two colors uh, for their identity. So they were a merging of what essentially the best that those two colors had to offer, Um, which for me, I I started off playing with a lot of these dual color um, 
creatures and, and all kinds of different cards that do really cool effects. And I thought that was just like run-the-mill normal kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. Since then, I've realized that it, it really is uh, probably mostly focused on Ravnica, where that kind of mixture of colors and abilities uh, really takes hold and is the most prominent. Um, there are a few other planes that do like uh, three colors yes. of magic, which is uh, probably the, the best combination in my mind. Three colors is the way to go whenever you build a deck. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, because it just offers so much more variety of what you can do it all depends for me and there's different um we'll, we'll get into it we'll get into you know probably our favorite totally. decks and stuff like that but i just wanted to sort of set it up for if someone is familiar you know where we started oh, yeah. from so you've been playing since return to ravnica well yep, return to ravnica well let's jump back in in that in that little time machine to oh, go way back man. when to to keep trugging on back a little bit further let's go all the way back to i'd probably say i started around 2000 to 1999 somewhere in there is where i started oh, getting man. packs and i would get okay. a few packs here and there and that was during the um i i I got stuff from Corset um, Classic or Classic Sixth Edition, but I got stuff from. I remember getting packs of Sixth Edition. Sweet. But man. I mainly so. got stuff from like Nemesis and Prophecy. But I remember the Invasion block and Core Seventh Edition a lot. So that was Invasion, Plane Shift, Seventh Edition, and then Apocalypse were the main stuff I was buying from way back when. So just a little farther back than i <laughs> yes just uh, now 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 my, my story like continues my story does continue so so that was when i started and by the way there is an overarching story to the world of magic which is kind of interesting since it's evolved over the years but but like ravnica i mean like ravnica is a whole other plane like basically magic exists on the the world of it exists on different planes and there's um entities called planeswalkers that can sort of shift from plane to plane and technically if you really want to go with the old-fashioned lore you as the player are technically a planeswalker commanding and your deck is sort of your your spell book or your army if you really want to get into the meta stupid weirdness of it but so i played during that and the big enemy was like the phyrexians and there was this whole thing that ended during apocalypse and then everything sort of reset during odyssey which i did get a few cards from but then i quit playing up until I returned back right as Time Spiral came out, which would have been 2006. Time Spiral yeah, was a phenomenal set where they had Time Spiral, Planar Chaos, and Future Sight. Basically, uh, Time Spiral was like a chaos. yes, was like a flashback to the original times I played. It was like a flashback into older stuff. But even more fun for you, Jason, was the block that was still in standard at that time was the original Ravnica. Oh, man. So, I didn't realize original Ravnica, Ravnica was that old. Yes, 2005. was before that. 2000, uh, planar, there's Plane Shift, which is a different thing. We're, we're going to get... Sorry, oh. there's going to not be too much explanation, but yeah, we're going to yeah. try to explain as we go, too. Um, Ravnica block consisted of Ravnica, City of Guilds, Guild Pack, and then... Dis De Deception. The, yeah, Deception. Okay. And then yeah. Cold Snap kind of came out in between there. That was sort of a conclusion to a completely different block that they had started almost at the beginning. But it was so unorganized. It, it was, but Planar Chaos... Now it's... 
the the time Very spiral structured. block was so awesome because it brought back stuff um blue became a completely different like all the colors got mixed up because all the colors sort of have their standard this color does this this color does that right, right. green strength green's power green turned into a complete like during that it was like you played against decks that you didn't know where they were going yeah and wasn't that the original printing for um damnation was during yes. that block yes because well? it was the time shifted version of yeah wrath of god Mm-hmm. So that, that that was a really oh, cool set, <laughs> and I played and stopped at the at Future Site, and I wish I had kept going to Lauren because that's uh, when they inter- yeah when yeah. they introduced Planeswalkers, but I didn't play again until Core Set 2012, and I played oh, with man. the okay so kind of the same time I picked it up a little bit yes um you yeah, picked around it up that same area right after because corset 13 and then ravnica so i started playing i kind of ended around innistrad and oh, i wish i had what you yeah. ended around in you keep like ending right before great I, oh no and, and and that's the thing like i i'll pick <laughs> it up and play it for a while and, and it's funny because i have almost all the cards i've always kept because i always just box them up and just put them away somewhere and they'll sit there until it's like it's time for magic again but then i disappeared from <laughs> it magic does. it sucks you back in yes it, it does and i disappeared until amonkhet and i've been playing ever since then again Oh man, Almonkhet was uh, I, lore wise. I really enjoyed Almonkhet. I, I um, did too. I really liked the new storylines and everything with a lot of the characters because this was something to where I enjoyed the older stuff, and it's really cool that Dominaria kind of re went back to that. But Almonkhet oh, was man. cool because yeah. it's like, hey, it's Egyptian stuff, and I'm like, that seems neat. Yeah, I honestly thought like um, white black zombies would have a bigger impact <laughs> during that, they, at least in standard, and they really didn't, which kind of let me down a little bit. They they, they did. But, uh, now, now to quickly explain for our listeners who might not be familiar, with Magic, there's several different sort of varieties of playing. There, Of course, a lot of stuff is F&M, which is Friday Night Magic. Different stores do different stuff. You can have a draft where you open three packs and you sort of pick what you want. And you it's, it's this weird sort of... You open a pack, you pick the card, and then you pass the rest of the pack over. And you get, an, and it's kind of, I guess that's the best way to explain how drafting yeah. works. Yeah, that's that's about correct. Then there's standard, which is there's a certain set of magic cards. Like, it's, I think it's the previous five sets. Uh, so it'll always, it would max out at the most recent eight sets. Mm-hmm. And then it will drop. Once the ninth set is about to come out, it will, it will drop to the most recent four sets. Yeah. So it's in a constant rotation of having at least four sets of cards at a time, uh, and then will keep extending. Yes. So it's it's a it's kind of a, a weird format, um, but typically we have rotation for standard in the fall, which is actually coming up in a couple months now, mm-hmm. and we're going back to, to Ravnica. Yeah, I was about yeah. to say Ravnica comes back again. This yeah, fall. and only and we only have one Lorwyn. Yes, <laughs> yes, and Dominaria was revisited at least. So yeah, I, I guess, I, and I think that set was was really well done. Mm-hmm. Um, they brought it back, and it was it was everything that I was like expecting it to have been, which is exciting for me as as someone that does really get into uh the lore and the backstory of everything yeah i think magic's backstory is is pretty pretty it, darn cool 
I, I will probably touch on it bits and pieces as we talk tonight, but it is something to where I don't think devote, I think you could devote an entire podcast, not like episode, but an entire series of podcasts. I'm just waiting for Netflix to pick it up. I okay. Thank you. <laughs> I really there, there's if if ever if anyone ever asked me what do you think like nerd thing that has never had a TV show deserves one. I'm like magic, e- easy. It's oh, yeah. it it's 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 all right there. It's got its built-in following. So, but yeah, the it's... other types of mad of types of decks and stuff you can play is there is standard, but there's modern. Modern goes all the way back to Mirrodin, and when I uh, say Mirrodin. Well, a- a- eighth edition, it's it's eighth edition slash Mirrodin. Eighth okay. edition is the core set that it goes back to. Mirrodin is the first like block set that it goes back to. So yeah, and- anything printed after that is well, for the most part, there's a few banned cards and certain like reprints or like the twenty the twenty five years of magic stuff doesn't count, but. If it if it is has a current printing, you can use it in modern. And we're actually going right. to play a game of modern tonight. Yeah, we're going to give it a shot. Yeah, we're going to try to do over the Skype. over Skype, <laughs> we'll over Skype, and here. over a audio only discussion. So, so yeah, yeah. So we <laughs> no visuals here for everyone. It's exciting stuff. So Would we're going like to cut my deck. Uh, yeah. Yes. I'll I'll <laughs> I'll get in a plane and fly over there. Perfect. So, so we're going to play, but also while discussing like our experiences playing with some of our favorite aspects of this game that I, as, as I said, I played off and on for, for the better half of my life actually now at this point. And I, I always like asking people like, when did you get into magic or how long have you been playing? And I'll mention like, oh, I play back during this. And they're like, that one. I'm like, no, I've been off and on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like some, something I... will tick me off and I'll quit. Or just stop playing and just forget about it for a while. Oh, yeah, totally. Uh, I missed all of Kansa Takir, which sucks for me because my favorite color combination is white, black, green. Yeah. Uh, And now my favorite card is Siege Rhino because it's... Oh, my God. You're one of those people. I'm one of those people. You got it. All right. Give me a big old nasty creature. So... about it. There's seven. Oh, you got dice on you? Yes, I do. All right. Um... I got was that five. three? That's a five. five. Okay. Oh no, wait, that is a three. Wow, you can see better than I can somehow. <laughs> All right, here we go. And I got eleven. All right, I think you're gonna go first. Yeah. So the deck I'm playing is my own version of what's called Infinity. Infinity basically the way it's supposed to work is there's certain cards that you have in that are artifacts that basically make it to where turn one you already have a board state uh, a yeah, very very heavy nice. board state but those cards are expensive so i have my version of infinity which hopefully works and <laughs> i will keep my cards yeah i'm mulliganing to six all right uh, i'm gonna be on the play as well all right so that's fair enough so of course in in magic games you get to choose you know whether you go first whether you go second if you win the the dice roll and if you mulligan that means i don't like my hand you get to draw six and then you get to scry one which is a newer thing that i was not aware of when i came back oh man it's so awesome it, it, it is it's, it it's almost so good it's almost like you know what this might be a great hand but i like being able to know what that one card is and scrying means you can look at the top card of your library and then either put it on top or bottom yeah 
I wouldn't go that far as shipping back a good seven cards. It, 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 it depends. With, with certain decks, it's kind of like, I know how this is going to play, so. All right, let's see what I got here. Um, hmm. Yeah, I guess it's not the worst thing ever. Uh, yeah, I'm going to keep mine. All right. And then I'm going to scry to the top, scry to the bottom. All right. I don't want I don't want to see that anytime soon. All right. So, I will lead with okay. a windswept heat and Whoa. I'm just going to go ahead and pay the one life, go down to 19 and search for a basic forest. All right. There it is. All right. So, essentially, in case anyone doesn't know, uh, I've played a land that lets me search out for a very specific land that uh, I need color-wise. Modern is a hyper-efficient format yes. where you do get to play a lot of colors, uh, and you do have to have a pretty strong mana base in order to support that. Mm -hmm. And using things that allow you to search out for very specific lands is very, very helpful. It is, but and, some decks don't require that, though. It all, all right, depends on what right. you're playing. If, if you're playing artifacts that are colorless, yes. you don't care what color everything is. Uh, and then I'm going to tap it for one Whoa. green. Yeah, I know. I'm doing all kinds of things. And I'm going to play a Utopia Sprawl on it. Ooh. And I'm going to declare uh, white for Utopia Sprawl. Oh, boy. And then I'm going to pass the turn to you. All right. I will draw. Ah, should I mulligan this? All right. I will play... Dark Seal Citadel, which is a artifact land, which is also indestructible. And I will play a Ornithopter. Okay. For oh, zero, man. because, um, uh, yeah. How long have you had that card? Uh, that is actually a sixth edition card. Really? I, I'm, I'm, I'm a huge fan of if I can get different, um, like if there's been reprints or different printings, oh, yeah, totally. I always like having, like, different printings like like if i have because besides basic lands the maximum amount of cards you can have a one thing is four and if i can get four different versions of the same card i go that every time by the way your turn <laughs> awesome uh untap okay let's go ahead and play because i know some people that like to have their cards to where it's all the same set and all that i'm like i i'd rather have variants I just yeah, feel it, I, adds it adds flavor and fun to your deck. Uh, for me, like I either have to have like everything matching as far as like lands and stuff goes, yeah. or have like one of each. Um, if there's like four different artworks for it, I won't have one of each. Yep. And then, hmm, this is a rough spot. I chose the wrong color for my forest. That was Ooh. the issue. I know I'm punished for it right now. Uh. So, let's go ahead and... Man, I'm so slow. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and put another Utopia Sprawl on Whoa, it. Whoa! It's unstoppable! Gonna, I know, right? Just one forest, which is great. Uh, I'm going to declare green on that. So, what happens with my Utopia Sprawls is when I tap it for uh, one green mana, it also taps for uh, the other declared color as well. Mm -hmm. So... Me tapping that one land because of the enchantment I played on it last turn, tapped it also for white as well. So I do have one white mana floating. I have nothing to spend it on. And I'm just going to play a Godless Shrine tapped to Ooh. conserve some life points there. 
because I've got nothing else cooking over here. Go ahead and pass the turn to you. All right. All right. So with that being the case, I am going to play Spire of Industry, which mm-hmm. allows me to tap for a colorless mana or pay one life and type tap for any mana as long as I control an artifact, which I actually control two at the moment. So hey, with yep. that, Steel Overseer is playing. Here we go. <laughs> so my engines are getting going. Stuff is happening. Things are afoot. But now it is your turn. All right. So in that case, we'll go to untap step here. Draw. Well, now I'm finally hitting some lands. Hmm. That super lands looking really appetizing to destroy now. I've got four mana open. Hmm. Well, you know, four mana is usually the perfect combination, especially when one of your lands taps for both green Mm -hmm. and white. And I have a way to tap for black. So I'm going to go ahead and play my Siege Rhino. And you're going to take three damage, and I'm going to go up three. All right. I am at 17. You are now at... And I am at 22. 22. Oh, boy. Uh, And now... I will play a land for turn, a temple garden in tapped again, All right. and pass to you. All right, draw for turn. Oh boy. All right, so I will play an island, tap three, etch champion. Oh man, he is, has protection against colors? All colors. Yeah. Because I control. I am also going to tap my Steel Overseer to give him a... To give all artifacts I control plus one counters on them. Uh, what's Edge Champion's base power and toughness? 3-3 three, three now. Well, it's 2-2. Two, two, uh, but okay. it has... 2-2, two, two, but now he's a 3-3. Three, three. Yep, and it currently does okay. have the, prote- the metal crafting, which as long as I control three or more artifacts, he has protection from all colors. He does not have protection, of course, from artifacts or colorless spells. Okay. So, yes, um, Eldrazi is very fun against this. Or, <laughs> yeah. I bet. I can imagine. Eldrazi and taxes. <laughs> yep. So with that, um, eh, I'm going to swing for one in the air. Swing for the, one? Yeah, with the Ornithopter right. flying out there. I, I'm at 21. Oh, boy. First blood. Good job. Yep. <laughs> uh, my go? Yep. Sweet. What other questions you got for me? Um, so you were, we were kind of, it's sad because there's probably about 20 minutes worth of conversation beforehand. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's true. So I guess, um, who would, if, if you had to pick a planeswalker. Oh man. Okay. Yeah, go for it. Who would be your favorite? Soren, hands down. Soren, hands down. Soren, right. number one. Soren is the coolest planeswalker around i was gonna say coolest cat but that's clearly a johnny yes that that would be a johnny <laughs> now to explain for our listeners soren is basically the old one of the oldest planeswalkers um yeah also was, is a uh, vampire yep and he made uh, an angel and yes people and did create angels on one of the planes and also is the key to basically messing up most of the stuff in the multiverse of magic most of the time. Unintentionally, though. I will give it yeah, to him that it happens. is... He, he, he is the one that sort of gets things going, but it's all in, I'm doing this for the right reasons. Oh, crap. That's, that's usually the typical way to do it. Yes. 
All right, so let's go ahead and... Do it, do it, do it, do it. Swing in for four. All right, I will block with X-Champion. So it... I'm trying to... It bounces. Yep. So... So I I thought that had trample for a second for some reason. Uh, Mine does. Oh, so yeah, so... I don't don't actually deal combat damage to it, so there's nothing to trample. Like, literally, you have, like, a protective bubble around yourself. Uh, And then... We are going to go ahead and tap my one forest for all the value because it taps for uh, three. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to play Eldridge Evolution on Siege Rhino, oh which is a sorcery. Uh, in addition to casting it, I have to sacrifice a creature, which is going to be my Siege Rhino. Okay. Then I get to search my entire deck for a creature card with convert a mana cost two higher than what that was. So Siege Rhino is a four. Uh, now I get to look for a six drop or lower. All right. Mm-hmm. Nope. Oh, that's a seven drop. That would have been good. This is the part where I start sweating a little bit in certain games because stuff like this, <laughs> wait, and especially in modern, if certain things trigger, you're sitting there like, "What's about to happen?" Yeah, I didn't get the uh, the perfect the perfect start. Where are you? Where did you go? There you are. But uh, I'm going to play one of my also one of my favorite cards, uh, Obsidat Ghost Council. So it is a five uh, mana creature. Uh, when Obsidat Ghost Council enters the battlefield, target opponent loses two life, and you gain two life. Well, uh, sorry, Justin, I'm going to choose you. Oh, darn. So you're, you're going to drain for another two. All right. Uh, and then it says, oop, that's my hand. Oh, no. <laughs> Uh, and then it says, at the beginning of your end step, you may exile Obsidat. If you do, return it to the battlefield under your control at the beginning of your next upkeep. It gains haste, and it's a 5-5 creature. All right. Uh, and I think that might be all I have to do. Let me double-check my hand again. Yep, no more value sitting here. So I will go ahead and pass the turn, and I'm going to exile my Obsidat. All right. All right. I will draw for my turn. Do your worst. I'm looking to. All right. So, going to play a reef. So now I can hurt myself some if I want to. That's the spirit. I'm going to tap to put counters on all my artifact creatures. Yep. So now my, my boy's gotten bigger. So you have a 4-4 four, four and a 2-3? Uh, yeah, I have a 4-4, a 3-3 four, four, uh, three, three, technically with the Overseer, and then a 2-4 with that flies. Caw, okay. Caw, as they would say. Tapping 2 to play Cranial Plating. Oh, here it comes. Yep. Oh, yeah. Tapping 1 to attach Cranial Plating. So what Cranial Plating does, real quick, is Creature gets plus 1 for each artifact, plus one, plus zero for each artifact I control. Well, I currently control one, two, three, four, five artifacts. And he is a four, four, plus five. So that makes him a nine, four. That is... That's nah, nothing. Swinging at you. You sure you don't want to attack with your ornithopter? You know what? Since you're, since you're egging me on, <laughs> I'll attack Go with both. It. 
Yeah, why not? All right, so you said you had a 9-4 and a 2-3, so I'm taking 11. Yep. All right, I guess I'm down to uh, 12. Oh, boy. Uh, another format that's a lot of fun to play, and we should have actually done this tonight, but I feel like it would have gone Ooh. longer, Commander. Oh, oh, don't even get me started. So uh, I am w- currently working on a blue-black control list with okay. Scarab God as my commander. All right. And uh, just a, f- a few zombie token creation stuff to drain out my opponents. Uh, but that would be my fifth one. Uh, my third one that I built this year and I got Sam into Commander, and about seven of my other friends into Commander as well, uh, because it is one of my favorite things to do after it, Friday Night Magic. No, no, no. It is. is it, it, it sit is around the, and yeah. No, no. It, it is the lead up to, and also one of the stores local to me, um, Eight Bit Oasis. If you go in there, you'll see our poster and everything. Um, they have a Commander League on Thursdays. That's a lot of fun. But I sadly have D&D that night, so I have to sit oh, there in no. the store and watch <laughs> from afar. And just, and just like, mouth-watering. Yes, but... I um, want to be over there. But, yeah, I, <laughs> I, I've, I've really enjoyed Commander as a format. It, Commander basically works as you have a, quote-unquote, legendary creature that is your commander. Sorry, I should have put the quotes at the commander point there. Yep. Um, by, by the way, um, pass turn to you. Cool. Yeah, I, sorry, I just realized, I'm like, oh, wait. Could have passed turn. I, I, I kind of assumed. Oh. Uh, so upkeep, uh, Obzadak comes back into the battlefield. Whoa! Uh, it will drain you for two, and I will gain two, so I'm back up to 14 now. I'm it also 13. has haste this time. Oh, boy. And I will draw for turn. All right. Oh. And that's when I get sad. All right, so I don't really care about that. Hmm. <laughs> Well, let's figure out what I can find. So let's go ahead and play a Jade Light Ranger. This is a newer card. It came out in Rivals of Explore. Yes, I get to explore twice. So I reveal the top card of my library. And that's the thing. All these different blocks and stuff are... Which is a Utopia Sprawl. So plus one counter. Yep. And I'm going to put that one into the graveyard. I don't really care about that any longer. Uh, and then explore again, and I have an Arbor Elf, which I also don't think will be really helping me out too much here. So I'm going to go ahead and bend that one as well, and it gets another plus one counter. And I'm going to just go ahead and move to combat okay. and swing for you for five. Five? Five. All right, I'm going to sack myself for one life to make a red mana. I'm going to. Yeah, yeah, hold on, hold on. There we go. Cavalic blast your, your creature for five damage. All right, Obsidet is down. Oof, feeling good now. Yep. All right. Uh, I will go ahead and pass the turn back to you, sir. All right. I untap my stuff. Uh, no, Commander has been a lot of fun. Um, I'm, I wonder how many decks I do have now. I'll count in a minute. Let me just do this. Um, <laughs> totally just, fair. Let, let, let me just have fun with what I'm about to do first. All right, so yeah, I'm going to tap for, for, for three. I'm going to play Master of Ethereum. All my yep. stuff gets plus one. I also go up to having six total artifacts. I'm Such a tap, fun artifact lord. Um, and all my stuff gets plus one. 
So with that, I will declare attack. And I'm going to yep. swing in the air for three. No, in the air for four, technically. On yep. the ground the for pump. five, ten, eleven. And that will be game then. That's perfectly 14. And uh, just no, in case. 15. Just yeah. in case. Another galvanic blast. <laughs> yeah, you're sure you didn't want to lead with that? Uh, nah. Should have cleared. Nah. All right. So are we sideboarding? I we, can. Sideboard. we can. I we can. We can. We can definitely that. sideboard. Uh, to explain what sideboarding is real quick, you have a pool of 15 cards that you can in between, because it's best two out of three, and in between the matches, you can try to adjust your strategy and maybe, you know, see if possibly switching out cards could be helpful to you. Um, so let me see what I have, because I haven't actually played with this deck in a little bit, so I can't remember what's in the sideboard. Uh-huh. Man, my Fulminator Mage just won't help out here. So. <laughs> uh, let's go... I want these. I feel like that's pretty good. I feel like all that's good. I'm gonna go with what I got. Okay. Um, on back. Okay, so let's see here. Commander, I have my dragon deck, I have my sliver deck that I'm actually whoa, whoa, retooling. Whoa whoa, 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 hold on there. Yeah. What colors? Uh, what, what colors are we playing around with here? So the because, dragon right, deck's all five. Yeah. Because. Okay. The was, or dragon. Did you make that off the, the pre the precon? No. Well, I took the precon and went. I, I didn't buy it, but I bought parts from it because I was like, I, well, I need the Ur dragon. And I was like, and I actually have most of the rest of this, so let me build around that. Totally. And I've built my own version of the Ur dragon deck. So. And I, that's yeah, actually what? that's that's there. Um, I've got the other one is of course a five color sliver that is currently in the shop. By that I mean it's currently sitting on my other desk down the stairs where I have most of my magic stuff, and I'm working on figuring out how to retool it a little bit. Gotcha. And, and slivers are too many slivers. <laughs> uh, it's it's I'm trying to trying to just retool it a little bit to make it more aggressive because when you bring out slivers, everyone you you if you're playing in a oh, multiplayer yeah. you, game, you draw it is, some hate. It, it, it dragons too. Dragons are very quick hate too. So oh yeah, so they those, get big and they get scary. Yes. So slivers basically work as this whole it every sliver basically makes other slivers better they they have abilities that just keep growing and growing and growing until they just become this unwieldy mess uh the other commander decks i have are i have a mill deck which is blue black and it's just basically just mill and is mill it, is it fenex is your commander yes or? yes it is yep. yes it is and it's so much fun because i i i love mill as a concept and there is kind of your explanation on why i kind of quit during innistrad is because I had a mill deck and Innistrad basically was like, "Hey, guess what? Your your graveyard's basically your library now." Oh yeah, that's fair. I mean, there were a few zombies. There's a blue zombie that yes. mills, yes, and does things, which is cool. Which I'm putting in my Scarab God deck. Yes. Um. So there's that one. There's uh Zer the Enchanter. Oh, Zer is so. Oh good. my gosh. Are you playing like hardcore lockdown, or are you playing more like suit 'em up Zer? Suit them up right now. I'm, I'm that that one's one I'm sort of fiddling with as it goes. Mm-hmm. So that that oh one. totally. I mean, you're always tweaking. Oh yeah, that 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 one's that one's a fun one to play because it's just like, haha, watch this. Um, <laughs> Zer does crazy stuff, man. I, uh, do you have like, have you done the um 
Solemnity uh, Phyrexian Unlife combo. No, I have not yet with that one. I'm, I like uh, I said that that one's that, that that one's my like. I'm always fiddling with stuff with those. Um, I'm currently trying to build a either red or a red white land destruction deck for Commander. Nice. And if it's red white, it's going to be the Ajani. That's red white. Oh yeah, yeah. Or if it's um just red, it's that one goblin that like deals one damage or two damage to you every time you. Yeah, it's like Zulu or something. Yeah, like that, yeah, yeah. It's like something with that a Z. That one's from like Tamagawa block, I believe. Yep. That one was nasty. And I that, dig it a lot. And if if I don't use them as the commander, I'll use them as the um as something in the deck still. Uh, I will keep this. Hmm, that's terrifying. Yes, it should be. I need, I need. If I draw one card, this hand is where it, where it's at. Um, but if I don't draw one particular card, it's mediocre. And then the now I have a red black one. Now I've base. It's basically that one's taken apart. And it did have Tasbo Tavik as the command. I wanted to do like a, like a red, but it just turned into this so high end that it just was just garbage. Yeah, you're just playing way too many just giant spells. Yep, and it just or, it, yeah. It, it didn't work, so I'm that that one's currently either probably just going to be taken apart to be just used for other stuff. But but red black's fun. But yeah, well, I mean, red's not the most powerful color typically in, in commander because no. everyone has so so much life to to have to work with. Being a red deck, which is trying to be fast out the gates and having 120 life really to to kill is is a mm-hmm. bit rough. Uh, I have a mono red. Neheb the Eternal deck, Ooh. which, uh, uh, yes, yeah, some spicy stuff. Essentially, as many red X spells that deals damage to everything as I possibly can. And uh, and essentially, I just kill people with Pyrohemia most of the time, which just pings everything and everyone for one damage for every one red man I pump into it, which is really, really fun. And Neheb is a, uh, a six toughness, mm-hmm. so I can ping everything for five. And uh, then I get mana equal to the amount of life lost by all my opponents. So if I'm still playing with three other people, that's like 15 life if I have Neheb on the field, which means I get 15 red mana second main phase, which is just way too much fun. There's some there's some ridiculous stuff I've seen from watching that commander league is that people can do it's 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 like ridiculous and it's kind of one of those things to where they more want you to play for fun, like because oh, yeah. they 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 score it. It's it's really interesting what they've done. They've scored it out to where like most creative use of politics and stuff like that. Oh, really? Cool. To where cool. and and so they point out that politics is not you just telling someone do this or else. It is trying <laughs> to you know oh hey you know this guy's locked us down with this with these spells. I'm going to play, if you play this, that will allow me to play this, and we can open this game back up, sort of thing. Like, like, like it's stuff like that, not just, you know, just do this, period. Yeah. First so. thing I thought is, oh, you haven't met my brother then. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm going to keep this hand, and I'm going to go ahead and scry. Okay. Uh, let's see. No, you're going to the bottom. Rough hands on the start here. Uh, all right, so, and then I will just go ahead and lead with a cheapo land, good old isolated chapel coming in tapped for uh-huh. me, and uh, I'll pass the turn. Draw for turn. All right. Uh, I will take that. I will play a Dark Steel Citadel again. Whoa. Whoa, I know. Surprise. It's like you have 10 of them. 
Um, I'm going to bite the bullet, though. Tapping this, playing a Volt Scourge, and I will take the two life down. And now, does he have Infect, or is it just... No, he's lifelink. He has lifelink? Yes. Oh, okay. Yes. All right, then. Oh yeah, in, in in effect was a bane of my existence back during that oh, yeah. during the twenty twelve during Well I mean yeah, if you're playing Commander it should also probably be the bane of your it's, existence. It's though. very it's... rare that it pops up. Really? I've seen. I've I know people does... play it, but it's very rare. Again, there's a lot of hate right yeah. there. As soon as you see a commander that is usually based around uh Infect or even like really fast Voltron decks, yeah. oh man. All the hate. My go? Yep. Okay. Untap draw. Yeah, back when when Infect was standard, it was not enjoyable for me. Oh, I'm I'm not surprised at all. I mean, any time that your life is is half of what yep. it should be, is rough. Uh, speaking of which, probably my favorite commander deck that I have right now is a Verse the Veiled and Grom the Great deck, mm -hmm. which uh, were two partner commanders that came out with Battle Bond, Ooh. Uh, which was uh, a two headed giant format. Um, it wasn't. It's so. Two-headed battle bond in general um, isn't a set that's legal in standard uh, or modern, to be yes. exact. Uh, it's more of a fun set. It's uh, legal in older things like legacy or vintage, and um, commander technically, and, and commander. Uh, so Virtus is pretty sweet because it's a three-drop. That's a one-one with death touch. Uh, but whenever it gets in for combat damage, uh, that player loses half their life rounded up. And then Gorm is like his big buddy. Uh, it's a green-black deck as well. But he Gorm is a four-mana cost creature, and he's a 2-7 with Vigilance. And whenever he attacks, he has to be blocked if able, and he has to be blocked by two or more creatures if able. So it's a really great way um, to essentially uh, get in for that uh, Virtus damage. And then I've got a few things that double, triple up, or even like just straight out kill people with losing half their life. So it's a lot of fun. It's a lot like a, a Glissa, um, Glissa the Trader mm -hmm. uh, artifact kind of deck where I'm playing a lot of equipments and stuff like that to make sure that I can get in for damage and a lot of recursion with their own effects. But it is it is a blast. Um, one of my favorite cards in there is actually uh, Tree of Redemption. Not Tree of Redemption. Tree of... Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, man. It came out with, um, let's see, Eldridge Moon. It is a black tree with 13 toughness, and I get to tap it to exchange its life total with someone oh, else. Oh, hold on. Toughness with someone else. It is Tree of... Redemption is the green one, and that's the one that came out in original and in Shroud. Why am I looking at the wrong stuff? Modern. Okay, um, and you said it was Eldred's Moon. Yep, it's black. It's a mythic rare. Uh, zero 013. Tap and exchange toughness with the life total of an opponent. I'm looking at the wrong thing to find this on, but I'll get it. Tree of Perdition, I believe. Yeah, I think I'm pretty sure it's Tree of Perdition, uh, but I love it because I do have a lot of things that make it so that um, people lose like half their life over, or whatever damage they took, they lose it again. So, and technically, swapping out life totals like that is a loss or addition of life. So that technically qualifies. So I can kind of one shot someone with a big old tree. 
just by tapping it. So I use that actually as like, oh, don't come after me, otherwise I'm gonna treat you over here. <laughs> that's uh, that, that's what I do with my mill deck half the time for Commander. I'm like, <laughs> just leave me alone. I'm helping. I'll, I'll make you guys draw more stuff. Yeah. Do you not see propaganda over here? <laughs> <laughs> leave me you alone. Can't attack me anyway. Uh, I'm actually just gonna pass the turn, man. I've got nothing to play. Oh, I boy. am stuck so hard. All Come right. on, deck. You're you can do better than this. Where where's my turn two Gristlebrand? All right. So there's that mana. There's an ornithopter again and you want to see me do something real dirty yeah hit me oh right. you're gonna blow up my land no tapping two. Oh, okay yep i'm gonna ensue soul yeah now you'd think i'd go after that um no you're gonna go after your land dang straight i am <laughs> so what I have done is I have ensued soul, which um, you enchant an artifact. That artifact becomes a 5-5 five, five creature. It technically retains any of its abilities. I did that to the Darksteel Citadel, which is an indestructible. So and I now have a 5-5 five, five indestructible creature. Could have done it on Bold Scourge, which, like which is fun, but eh, who cares. Um, on that note, I'll attack you for one. I gain one life. Yeah, I'm just going to fatal push it. Whoa! Yeah, sorry. Can't have that. Bane my existence right there. Oh, dude. Best card. I'm going to be so sad when it rotates out of standard. And then it's just going to go into every single other deck I ever build. Um, Pass turn then on that. Note. All right. Come on, green source. Oh. Deck, why? You're why mostly you green sources. Me? You really have. Oh. All right. Godless Shrine. Coming in untapped. Got to save as much life as possible. I'm going to need it. Uh, pass my turn. Oh, boy. I know. You're telling me. All right. Give me way too much time over there. So. Land for turn. Another Dark Steel Citadel. I think I said something wrong earlier or what it was called, but whatever. Uh, it's swinging for five. Yep. Down to 15. Really, just a shame those aren't legendary. What the? The Dark Steel Citadels. <laughs> <laughs> it's a darn shame. It is. Oh, uh, there's... you're gonna keep your Ornithopter back for yeah. security. Yeah. Block. Okay, that makes sense. There's also something called Popper, and I don't know if that's something you've gotten into at all. Uh, I haven't gotten into. It. I've kept an eye on it because. For one thing, um, like I, I, so I use MTG Goldfish quite a bit as far as like keeping up. I actually on have it up, pulled up right yeah. now. <laughs> I, I keep track of current standard decks and what's getting popular, so I can prep for the metagame because that is. By, again, by the way, real quick for our format. listeners, um, Magic is like watching the stock market almost sometimes. Like stuff fluctuates with like cards or what's in the meta or what's good, what's not. And there's a lot of great sites, but not that they're sponsoring me or anything. MTG Goldfish is like amazing for that, for like keeping oh, track yeah. of all that. But yeah, and the the cost of cards, like I I wait to see if something's gonna plummet before I buy it, and uh, usually it actually goes down a couple bucks before I pull the trigger on it, which is really nice. Um, but yeah, I keep a track on again, like uh, just the current metas and of what formats. Uh, Popper is really interesting. Because I like the idea of playing that eternal level of, of a format where mm -hmm. it's you know essentially like almost vintage level, uh, but being able to actually afford it. <laughs> because uh, 
I can't really afford a $30,000 deck to play Vintage. Yep. That's that's the big one. So there's been a couple different ones that I actually like quite a bit. Uh, one that I could build probably pretty easily is actually like the uh, the like mono white boggles deck almost, where it's uh, you have a lot of the uh, heroic triggers. Mm-hmm. And I played a lot during Theros um, when that was coming out, so I do actually have a lot of like the staples for it, which is pretty cool as far as creatures are concerned. Oh. Um, otherwise, oh man, dude black creatures uh all the all the different black uh enters the battlefield draw a card lose life triggers and stuff like that um i love so much so there's a couple that i've been milling around but again like access for me has been the highest uh as far as playability in my area which is the only downside i really have to get a magic the gathering online account is what it is what i've never i've never gone to that like all the time i've played magic i've never gone to it so the the big reason, I guess the the main thing that really made me realize that I needed to is, I, I usually do pretty good at uh, standard FNMs, and I started playing a couple uh, PPTQs, so preliminary pro tour, uh, just next level sort of um, tournaments, and it was. By the it's way, so uh, for our listeners, he is delaying the fact that um, I I have a board presence and that he has his oh, turns are yeah, numbered. Oh yeah, let me. <laughs> Oh, did, did you pass? Did yes. you pass the turn? Oh, my bad. Uh, where's my path? Where are you, path? Hey, look at that. That might be green mana. I'm getting somewhere. Uh, so, windswept teeth. I'm going to go ahead and crack that right now. Let's go grab... Do-do-do-do. Uh, let's go grab a beautiful green, shiny almond foil. Ooh. Forest there. Have a little fun. Now, is there anything I can do with it? So to explain what Popper is real quick, why he... Yeah, so so Popper, and the reason why I can afford it, is with Magic, there are a, well, several different rarities. So there's common, uncommon, rare, and then mythic rare. Mythic rare, from the name of it, you can probably imagine, have the least number of those cards in a set when it gets, when it gets produced. Uh, rares, typically, when you... So, like, for example, if you open up a, a booster pack, I believe you get, like, seven uncommons. Or, no, no, no. Seven, like, commons. Mm-hmm. It's, it's 15 like, total. It's 15 total. Yeah, is it... No, is it 10... Four? It's one, one rare. Yeah, one I rare. know it's one rare. Three? Or one rare or one mythic. Three, is it three? No, I think it's four uncommons well this is sad i opened so many packs i can't even tell this well i so i open up a lot of packs too but i just go straight for the rares yeah yeah exactly (laughs) so i don't actually look at most of the other cards i was when uh aether revolt first came out because i wanted to find myself as many pushes as i could uh but fatal push for me um literally the only card i don't think i've ever opened from that set (laughs) i (laughs) actually cracked one out of that Set. That um, is awesome, and I also got one of the um, the Friday Night Magic promo ones. Oh, sweet! Yeah, I've got two of those. That's actually what I just pushed uh, your creature with. Yes, you did. That, that was that was my little guy there. Um, hmm. But oh, as man. as we were saying with the pop- poppers, basically only oh, comments. Yes. It's all comments. Sorry, yes. <laughs> I got I got. Oh no, it, it, it's fine. I I'm just 
trying to he was yeah, vaguely back moving, on track. Moving, moving along. All right, I'm going to play a Utopia Sprawl on my forest. I'm going to name Green, and then I'm going to pass the turn and cry, cry myself to sleep. All right. So with me having three mana, um, I'm going to play a Spire of Industry, and I'm going to make Jason Hurt uh, Etch Champion. Swing for yep. five. Cool. Down to ten. Um, At least it, it's quick. Yeah. Pass turn. Alright. Untap, draw. That's not that's not it. That's not what I liked. Alright. Let's get a body on the field, shall we? Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and I guess tap for double green and then white and play voice of resurgence. Like I said, I, I enjoy grindy decks, yep. and if voice of resurgence isn't a grindy card, I don't know what is. And now I'm going to play a Allosaurus Rider from my hand. Whoa! For, for uh, exiling two green cards from my hand. So I have a second Allosaurus Rider, mm -hmm. uh, and then I have an Abrupt Decay that I am pitching for that card. Which I think now the jig is up. You kind of know probably what my combo is usually in this deck. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to pass the turn. All right. Let's see what can happen. Got Ho Hopefully you brick. Hopefully, well, let's see what happens now. All right, so another land for turn. Let's make things interesting. Um, tapping three, I'm going to play Master of Ethereum. So one, two, three, four, five, six. So, so he's, he's a, a six, six, six currently. 6-6 six, six currently, giving all my artifacts plus 1, plus 1. So I okay, will swing so with this. you also have a 6-6. Six, six. I will swing with the 6-6 six, six indestructible and the 3-3 two, two, uh, three, three unblockable because it's protection from everything. Okay. And I've got a 4-4 four, four Allosaurus Rider and a 2-2 two, two Voice. So I'm just going to go ahead and block the Citadel with Voice of Resurgence okay. to soak up quite a bit of damage there. And I'll take, what was it again, 4 for the champion? Uh, three currently. Three for the champion. Okay. Yes. I'll drop down to seven. Uh, when Voice of Resurgence dies, I get a elemental token creature, a green-white elemental token creature, which mm -hmm. is probably one of the coolest tokens. Uh, its power and toughness is equal to the number of creatures I control, which at this moment is a two. whopping two. Yep. Yep. Hey, it's chump blocker. That's yep. all that matters. My go? Yep. Uh, what about you? What do you, uh, what do you think about Popper in general? Uh, is it, is built it a format a, that you're looking into? I built a deck for it. It's uh, red blue, and it's based around Kilmfiend. Oh yeah! I actually don't well, have it you. with me. It's down in the basement, but um, that one's really fun because I have a lot of the like um, the Phyrexian. It, it technically is blue white. I mean blue red but it has white in it and green with phyrexian so basically right, right. So the whole pump it protect it. yep exactly well yeah, it's ba a, yep it's basically apostles blessing and mutagenic growth yep and i'll just basically throw out a ton of stuff make that thing <laughs> huge and then just throw it at somebody oh you're like flinging it no no, no just just just, okay. just 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 <laughs> attacking throwing it i could probably put fling in there and just fling it Why too not both? yeah <laughs> 
Get a little extra pump. Yeah. Uh, let's go ahead and move to combat. All right. And I'm just going to attack with my 4-4 four, four, uh, Allosaurus Rider, which All unfortunately right. is not a dinosaur. It's just an elf warrior. I will actually just take it the damage. Be better. What? Go to oh, no. Something horrible is coming. Oh, I forgot you had the blocker. Uh, I'm sorry, your master. I, yep. can't, I can't see it on your board, so it threw oh. me off there. Uh, no, you're okay. Uh, and then I'll play an Arbor Elf, Yeah. which will tap to untap a forest I control, uh, and then I will pass the turn. All right. I, I was going to block, but I'm like, I don't know. He might have something up his sleeve that when I block, he's going to blow that away, but... Yeah, this so one card. It's a path. Don't, 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 don't come at me. All right. So draw for turn. So warping well. Another spire of industry. Let's tap three. Let's play another Etz champion. And uh, that means that goes up to seven. And in case people are actually following along, I, I'm dead. I'm very, very much dead. Yes, I'm so that dead. Is. Um, <laughs> let's 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 go ahead and swing with the with the clock. I mean, with that, with the seven seven, with the other edge champion. And All right. You know that's what? A, that, that's good. I'm going to concede. Okay. <laughs> you you got me. Um, I've seen enough. Yes. So ironically, if people have been overhearing, and I said that this was sort of a cheaper version of a very 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 popular meta that is called Infinity. Um, yeah, well, that being said, I mean, you do have the Steel Overseers and the Edge Champions, so it's not, like, super budget. It's not like you're trying to just... Oh, no, I mean, it's it's still got stuff in here. I mean, it's got, like, you didn't see any of the um, Mennonites, I mean, Mid Mid Midnight, Mimnite, uh, Mimnite, there we go. Yeah, <laughs> you didn't see any of the Mennonites that I have in here? <laughs> yeah, I hope I don't see those. So, um, no, I mean, it's got stuff. It's just there, there is stuff that makes this stupidly expensive. But the funny thing is, I feel like this deck moves really fast. And everyone's like, oh, you know, um, playing actual Infinity moves even faster. I'm like, I don't know how you could go any uh, faster. You have, you have so many zeros. Uh, oh, and I know, the, but I'm like, I just, everything. Yeah. I just feel just like blurs. if you're going faster like that, like you're just going to break your neck out there. <laughs> But I'm gonna. It's it's good. I like it. I I like affinity. I like uh, the level of synergy it has. Um, mm -hmm. Have you now affinity versus humans? How does that match up for you? Because they're I, both also like this go wide and then go tall deck. Um, I have not had to experience that yet. Humans is oddly a really. I've not seen it. I've not seen it. Whoa. Um, yet it's like one of the most played decks. It, it is, but in in in, in the areas format. around here for for it, it doesn't it hasn't popped up yet that much. Weird. Okay. Uh, Affinity has popped up it. a few times, like my version of it, and then I've actually seen the actual version of it. Right. Right. That's that's the real version, and that that's popped up a few times. I've seen um, some people have that. Um, Jund is like. All the rage it is all the rage, and then blue white control is is pretty up there too. I feel like, I feel like the too. cascading elf is just bloodbraid elf is a trap. I uh, I, I actually like, she's um, good, but man, like turning over a bloodbraid elf while you have um, dark confident on the field, like four damage is so much life. Yeah, especially I, when you're fetching all the time. Oh man, it hurts. 
So I okay. So so what I normally play for modern is I have I have that infinity deck that I just played. Um, I also yeah. have I just completed elves to the point where I like to use it, and elves recently at my um, local store I did go undefeated, but then followed it up the next week by getting like the like last place uh la- not not last place but the first place of the people who don't get anything. Oh, oh, so good. that's so the, that's the losers bracket. Yes, that that is the greatest feeling when it's like I got into the spot where I get nothing. You get nothing, sir. You leave here with nothing. So yeah, it sounds like you have a sweet LGS over there, man. It it, it is and it isn't. I mean, it's kind yeah. of one of those things to where like I the the other deck I play is is Eldrazi Mono Green Tron, and so Mono Green. Yes. Uh, I know a lot of people splash black. What is okay. that for? So black. Um, I mean, technically, I have black in. I don't. I don't know. I I should look up that deck list to see what that is. I I mean, I have black in here in the sense of I have dismember, but that's for <laughs> for gotcha. certain purposes. That's not, that's not quite. Yeah. That's not quite a black card. I've seen green red builds of this. But uh, no, I mean that's the, uh, yeah, I'll draw the tree, um, or the the the, the yes. green red tree that gains life for the opponent. Yes, but they that that normally has Kozilek's wake in it. Uh, um, oh man, uh, yeah, so you're basic... out elves. Okay, how many board wipes do I have? Oh no 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 no! This this is this okay. is oh that's the okay. Yeah, I Sorry, just put I this up I saw here. An elf somewhere. No, you you saw the green, um. Was just the forest, and I yeah. freaked out. I did. Yep. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it was that Sounds forest about, right? there. So beautiful. That's the uh, unglued. Yes, that is the all. All of the forest in here are unsomethings. They're the the unglued, unstable, and un, unhinged. Yeah, I noticed your islands. Oh yeah, and that's that's for the stables. Yep. Yeah, I, I love those full arts for those. Um, worth it buying that stuff. But yeah, that's that that's that's a big thing around here. Tron is something that I I didn't. So I, while we talked for so long beforehand, um, when I went to go buy the car, I mean to build stuff, I wanted to build Infinity, but they didn't have anything in stock when I went there, so I decided to do Tron instead. And yeah, I, I love it because it's a rock though, it's a powerhouse. It, it is, it is so reliable in certain regards, but it is also so vulnerable in other regards to certain things, like. I, yeah, how many blood, room, blood moons are floating around over there? I haven't seen many yet, and I actually okay. had someone use Dampening Sphere, and I just blew it away. Really? Okay. I, I, like, they I played it, and I'm like, are you serious? And they go, yep. And I'm like, all right. And I threw it out in Oblivion Stone, and I'm like, you got two turns to do something. But mind that, you, I'm, I'm not a great. big jerk. This, 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 this was all said in jest to each other while we were playing. I'm like, you got two <laughs> turns, and I will blow up whatever oh, is on this field. I don't care. Yeah, well, I mean, you have to. Yeah. You can't, so, you can't really tap for anything then. Well, I, it's it's one of those things. I, I have had to do proper math with this deck to where I've had to get six lands out and draw out the game long enough to where I'll just be like, I'll get six lands and throw a worm yeah, coil out. Yeah, you'll actually get there. I'm like, I'll and get once there. once you have a worm coil out there, you're, you're pretty... That's... Oh, man. I hate worm coil oh, so I much. In a, in a good so way. Much. Just like I hate how Karn has a ninety dollar price tag right now. Yeah. So, um, fun <laughs> fact for um for Ellie not being on this episode, she does get name dropped a lot. To the two of the four Karns in here are technically hers. Ooh. She had a yeah. 
ridiculously good habit of of just randomly buying like one or two packs and would get like probably the most expensive cards oh man and i buy like (laughs) pack after pack after pack and get decent stuff but like i'm not joking she could like buy one pack from a set and get the hands down most expensive thing you could get out of it yeah but for example i i i pre-ordered and bought uh m19 a full box just for the buy a box promo oh yeah yeah yeah. uh, instant speed take an extra turn which i was gonna put in my commander deck uh but even with me pre-ordering um my lgs ran out of the promo before oh. I picked it up at like 11.30 that morning of release. So it was, and then I, I didn't pull anything really good, um, like usual. Uh, I've tried it one other time where I bought a box, and it was Amonkhet, and it was just really rough. Um, I've never, yeah, I always just buy singles now. I've it's, never it's, bought a box. It's tough not to. I want really? to one day. I, I, I've, over time, I will buy a box individually but i normally do the um well now they're called booster bundles but the fat packs oh yeah the fat packs are all i i i don't know it's just everyone's like oh if you do the math it's better and i'm like i just like getting the box i like having you know i like getting the extra die the box the die yeah hey speaking of which i have that one in my closet like 10 feet away yep um no so i mean it's uh magic is a lot of fun um i i I love playing it for for years, and I've hated playing it for years too. It's kind of, <laughs> oh it, yeah, it's yeah, it's a very it's love a hate with yeah. with it, and it's something that I keep creeping back into because it's it's a fun thing to you know talk about and everything. And I mean, you never know who you're gonna meet or who you're gonna you know be friendly with. But you okay? So you so you said something that was very interesting to me. Oh is, man, there's there's a dragon. Yeah, there, I, there's the dragon. Yes, there's uh, there's Nicopolis. that. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. I got some fun for you then before I ask you the question. By the way, um, have that randomly floating around. Progenitus? All yes. right. That's not actually a dragon. That's a hydra. It, it isn't, but when you have the ability <laughs> to throw a permanent on the field for the fun of it. Uh, I mean, yeah, it, if you're playing the five colors. Yeah. Is Ramos still in there, the siege engine? No. Ah. Oh. So. Oh, man. Oh, man. That the is OG. A, that is a foil. Too. Well done. Look at those those edges. They're so crisp and clean. I know. That thing's old. And there should be one more bolus in here. It's uh the reprinting. Oh no, the planeswalker one. Yep. That's from the planeswalker deck, man. No, Isn't this it? is this is, is from This is from oh, Bolus no, no. versus a Johnny's deck. Old school. Okay. Yeah. The artwork threw me off. Yeah, it's so, it's Oh, by 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 the I, way, my my anti-dragon awesome. dragon card oh yeah just take everything back over yeah totally it's like oh you're playing dragons cool Let's... perfect me too <laughs> perfect they're mine now i like your dragons uh speaking of commander uh we have some really special stuff coming out shortly yes have they're... you seen the new precons i i've seen them i don't i i got more excited for the last ones because i saw me, the dragons yeah. and i was like oh man i can do a better version of that and I picked up the I picked up the vampire deck, and, and the vampires were cool. There, there was a lot of cool stuff with the last one. This one, I want to see what happens with it. I'm very interested to see where this goes. Yeah, there's there's a few commanders that I'm keeping an eye on. Uh, one of them is a Jund, so black, mm-hmm. green, red, um, Hydra that reanimates something equal to that has like the same power or less than than when the Hydra attacks, and the Hydra gets a Plus one, plus one counter for every mana you spend. 
casting it, which includes commander attacks. So it has this really like prosh kind of feel to it, which prosh in general is just a really powerful commander. So I, I kind of like the whole reanimation, dumping things in, getting a one-off uh, card effect like that. And just the fact that it, it scales power level for how many times you cast it is really sweet. Uh, that one looks pretty awesome. It's in kind of the Jun Land deck. I'm not... Okay, so this is the co- most controversial question. Mm. Uh, planeswalkers as commanders. Yeah, you're I've right. never built one with a planeswalker. I have planeswalkers in decks, but I've never right. built one with a planeswalker. Do you think it should be a thing? Like, full-on... All planeswalkers are available. Go ahead and have at it. <sighs> That's in- like I said, I'm building that 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 possible white, red, white of Johnny with the Johnny being the plane. I mean, being the commander would be ridiculous. Yeah, because yeah, of the land destruction. Uh huh. And I then just know. run Armageddon. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Go hardcore in the land destruction realm, the, and no one will ever want to play with you again. Nope. Yeah. That one. Um. Yeah. <laughs> no. Because the only problem with that deck I'm working on right now is I'm like I have nothing to do with white except for Armageddon. And Ooh, really? Yeah. I mean, I, I've, I've been, I haven't researched it enough, but I'm thinking about maybe throwing in like Wrath of God and just other just just complete oh, yeah. board wiping yeah, just, everywhere. Just hard, more hard control. Um, for sure. Just lock I, it down. I'm not a big fan of planeswalkers as commanders. It's I don't see it that often. Yeah, there's only there's only been a few ever printed that are able to do it. Um, I think so. I feel like you need things, stupidly low cost though. Yeah, they would have to be incredibly low. Like uh, both Liliana's yeah. Lasso and of the Veil would probably be pretty good. Um, but one of the biggest things that I have an issue with is usually if a planeswalker hits the field. Getting back to your turn in order to use its ability again isn't much of a guarantee like it is in a, just a 1v1 format. Yeah. So if you spend a bunch of mana and do this kind of meh uptick and then have it all die by the time it gets around to your turn is, is definitely feel bad. But then there are also the Planeswalkers that would just absolutely break Commander. Mm-hmm. Because you can run things like uh, the Chain Veil or Doubling Season to where you were just ultimating them right out the get-go. And you can get to just a whole lot of trouble. And I think like either the ban list will have to be updated immediately um, if that was to allow Planeswalkers to be commanders. And I just don't want more cards being banned. I... So that's my, that's, those are like my two biggest downsides to it. Otherwise, the flavor of a commander leading the team, I'm totally cool with. But... I think uh, commanders have to be specifically designed for uh, commander. Mm-hmm. So I, some they, of the planeswalkers they... that aren't previously designed for that field yeah. were just wrecked. I I mean I know that the older like the older um, commander ones did have them as pla- planeswalkers and everything. There I was mean, a set yeah, that so... did, and it's just kind of like I said. I never see planeswalk. I see them played, but I don't see them as like a thing. Yeah, but... I. I only play them as a if I'm able to use the the very first ability, whatever abilities they come in with enough loyalty for. Mm-hmm. If I'm able to use that right away and make the impact that I want it to, then I'll play it. Like for example, I have um, the all black costing Soren Markov in yeah. my Gorm Invertus deck because uh, one of his abilities allows me to change a, uh, an opponent's life total to ten, which is enough of a life drop that typically if I have a couple enchantments out or something, it'll double that end step and they'll just flat out die. 
So it's another one of those kind of recursive, I'm going to be able to kill someone one off with this if I have something already on the field that I need to have anyway. Uh, but all these plane, all these um, commander decks that are coming out on the tenth are all led by planeswalkers as well. Mm-hmm. There's a few that are pretty cool. Uh, the Jund one again is is like all land uh, focused, um, but I think the Bant one is probably the best, like right out of the box. That has a lot to do with just enchantments. Uh, and Bant enchantments is something very close to my heart. Um, I built a Bant list. Uh, when I first picked up after Theros, where it was all just Bant cards and awesome enchantments and exalted triggers and stuff left and right, so that one looks pretty sweet. Um, but I'm just I'm not sure. I, there's more of like one-off cards that I really want in it, versus I want to buy this whole deck right out of the box and I want to play it the way it is and I want to make minor tweaks. So I, same thing with you, man. Uh, I have that feeling where I don't necessarily want to play. All this particular deck that's coming out, but yeah. I want to have access to those cards specifically. Uh, which that's is that's that's how it was with the dragons. Of, yeah. It was like I see what they're doing here. I want to improve what's being done. Oh yeah, I totally. feel I, I feel if I buy certain parts of this, I can make it better. Oh yeah, and I mean they definitely um they definitely support that. Like yeah. there's always at least a couple different variations that you could build the precon afterwards. Like mm-hmm. you can just Slice it off to a different direction, which I really enjoy. My Edgar Markov deck is is again just like straight aggro as possible, uh, ramping into the bigger, uh, more deadly vampires to control the board once I have the little guys out. Uh, and then I also picked up the uh, four color planeswalker or four color commander decks the, the from the previous year, Commander twenty sixteen. Yeah, uh, I picked up the all but white one. And I've actually adapted that to being a Vile Smasher and uh, Kaideli um, Eldrazi ramp deck, which Ooh. is which is Eldrazi so much fun. fun. Oh man, it is so great playing a ten costing uh, creature that just wrecks havoc on the board and also dealing ten damage randomly to someone. <laughs> so <laughs> so good. So my question is this. I guess I guess if we're gonna wrap up, because I'm sure we could go all night with this, and maybe there'll be oh, a yeah, two-parter probably. to this. Um, so my question is this: If you could choose one, like if if there was a deck that that like you wanted, because we've talked about a lot of different decks, like if there was one deck that someone was like, "Here, you can have this," what would it be? In the in the current meta right now, I'd say more. Well, like I said, I'm more used to. Um, modern because that's the bigger thing around yeah, where i'm yeah. at well i guess what i meant by that because um a couple cards just got banned in legacy as well yeah so, oh we haven't even talked it legacy is yeah, ridiculous by the way Le- legacy is insane and i can't really keep up with it but i'm interested to see what because um death right shaman so cool i love death right shaman mm-hmm. it is such a great card um but now that it's gone out of legacy, I'd really like to see like how the lands deck actually focuses and if it comes up and makes a comeback. Uh, By the I way, probably, looking at the lands yeah. deck right now, it is about a five thousand dollar deck. That's um, that's legacy for you. Yes. <laughs> they, they, basically, hey, what that means that is vintage. It's it's great. Yeah. The these cards are from like the original sets 
and most of the, I mean there's like just one of them's like three thousand dollars. Yeah, they're they're so old and so rare that um, they're on a reserve list where they don't uh, they don't get printed any longer mm-hmm. to keep value high for second market for some reason. I guess that's no. That my only wish is that the entry level to play Magic is a lot cheaper. That would be my only real wish. I'd be I I, I wouldn't care about having one specific deck because. I go through and, and I, I build so many different standard decks as, mm-hmm. as like the weeks and, and months progress. Um, I've got uh, four okay. Unfortunately, like my deck just did not show up to play tonight, but I've got four <laughs> uh, modern decks that I really like to play. I've got a, a lockdown control Gideon deck, which is all the Gideons all the time. Um, I, I, I got one of those would, too. If if there was anything that I I like I could wish for for the for the game of Magic is I would love for again the the price of entry to go down I would love them to just go printing Belusa on yeah older stuff any 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 card really that's more than like ten bucks I am I am absolutely fine with with having the value of my cards drop if that means that I can get my friends to play more often mm-hmm. uh, or I get the ability to play more decks and be able to build. Like you were saying, like with Affinity or Tron, where we're looking at individual cards that's 90 bucks um, a pop for a piece not, of card. Okay, let, let me just look this up real quick. Uh, oh, wait. Um, need my other mouse. Actually, uh, I changed my mind. Mardu Pyromancer. <laughs> that, Give me that. Um, I want the grind. <laughs> Give me the grind. <laughs> Storm is something I've been looking into as like, a, you know what? Maybe, but... Um, yeah, it's, I, I need too many parts of it to take it seriously. Um, yeah. so this is just a MTG goldfish estimate at what the deck, at what my Tron deck is. And this is not me trying to gloat. I'm just doing this for sheer pointing out 750. That's actually not that bad for a modern it, deck. It isn't, but, um, like, just, just, just to gloat now. Just to gloat now, most of the cards in mine are like foil and promos and stuff like that, so that price should increase slightly. Sweet, yeah. But not yeah, not not any of the like not none, none of the Karns or the Ugins. Like uh, the Worm Coils are promos, and oh, that's the, awesome. Though. Yeah, the um, where is it? Um, but yeah, um, most of the Sylvan Scryings are all promos and stuff like that. So that's the thing, like. I, I could have put all these in at like what they were on there and made it more, but it, it's just it's very annoying to put on MTG Goldfish. Oh, yeah, what totally. exact version of it it no, is? I so just, I was like, you know what? I give up. Get a so. get a rough estimate of, yeah. of what it is. Yeah, it's, it's just good enough. It's it's also I like putting it on there, so it's a good list of what I have. So if I ever because that that was the final thing I was going to ask you is have you ever you mentioned going to like the pre qualifiers and whatnot? Have you ever been to like a bigger tournament or anything? Uh, I haven't yet, mainly because oh, put that worm coil away. I don't want to promo. See that. It's a promo. Let me see, let me see your tokens. <laughs> I only have uh, one of them. What? I I, I how, how do you how do you throw dice? Dare you? Oh, I throw dice gosh. at people. I'm like dice. Oh my gosh! I'm Which so, one do you have? The life link or the death? Tip? I have the life link. Man, see, also I would love. So like with un what was it unstable yeah how they had the full art tokens I would love to have more of those especially with like such iconic tokens like uh, the coil. warm coil engine yeah. uh, tokens would be insanely cool um, 
but shoot, what, what were we talking uh, about? <laughs> okay, so they have, like, bigger tournaments. Yeah, oh, yes. No, I, I haven't gotten to a larger one quite yet. Uh, I just now started to take it a little bit more seriously, mainly because I realized I, I play way too much. <laughs> and I'm always I always have like something about magic going on in in the background on YouTube, whether it's uh like I really like Corey Baumeister, mm-hmm. I think Baumeister, uh from TCG player. He explains everything really, really well. He plays mostly standard. Um, but he's a he's a really great player. And uh have you ever seen like the uh the super leagues at all that Magic uh holds as well with no. some of the um the people? I'm, so, like, I'm starting to get into watching a lot of stuff on it, too, to try to, like, do more research than just, like, what I want to build and what else there is out there. So I know, like, I, I'm, yeah, I'm, get, I'm getting back into how de- it's, it's kind of I'm at the point where it's like, how deep am I going to go into this? <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm like, wavering on go, go play at my local store or go take, take the next step and be, like, the, 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 the savant of this game. Yeah, and I, I will absolutely... Like 110%, like the the people that I play at FNM versus who I play when I'm trying to play at a PTP, PPTQ um, is very different. And that's where I think like going back to say like MTG online to where, especially in standard. Oh yeah, I forgot. We can, we completely so touched on that and then never yeah. talked about it. <laughs> uh, I have a feeling you're going to be doing a lot of uh, cutting and pasting on this. Uh, but with It all with plays Magic out in order. Online, <laughs> Uh, the metagame tends to shift quicker, uh, and also, just generally speaking, uh, you're usually playing better people um, as well. So mm-hmm. getting uh, getting a, your head wrapped around whatever format you're playing and seeing what your matchups are and just getting in the time and the reps to really get your, your deck locked down and getting the plays, um, I think is probably going to be the next step for myself at least. And now I have a PC, so I'm going to be unfortunately doing that. <laughs> um i've been actually i got a beta code and i feel like they give them out to everybody these days oh for arena yes yeah. um i have thoroughly enjoyed that uh it is in standard right now uh i the, the one thing i don't like about i and that, that's, that's the other reason i kind of avoid magic online is i i'd like the aspect of how they've done the games but they keep resetting it so often i'm like can they please just stick with it and everyone's like that's magic online i'm like but they need to just stick with one please yeah and i think well magic online it's just the ui on it and everything is is really gross yeah. especially compared to today's standard for games in general and what we kind of expect especially for like players coming from hearthstone uh which I think is probably what Magic the Gathering is, or Magic Arena is really focused it, it, it towards is. is getting those players mm-hmm. to play Magic um, and like getting that experience of, of what the game is like. And that's actually one of the ways that I've showed people like how to get the mechanics down yes. is, by, is by trying Arena um, because we have it on our computers here. So trying Arena and just knowing like how things play out is really, really important. Um, that's one thing that I do like, again, about like just Magic the Gathering Online because it does walk through different triggers, your steps properly, um, and, it, and it gives you the, the time to, to understand like when I can respond to something, when yes. I can do something else. So I really, really do like Magic the Gathering Online just for that, but the client's pretty gross and it's just outdated it is so hopefully hopefully arena i'm, will I'm wondering if, if yeah well. i'm wondering if, if arena is gonna open itself up to more stuff soon like once it I, once it gets out of however long it's gonna be in beta which 
<laughs> will be for another year or so. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if they did something like Frontier, mm-hmm. where they kind of reset modern in a way. Where uh, so Frontier is a is an unofficial format that starts at M15 and newer cards, and it's a way again to kind of <sighs> that would... hedge out some of the the much older cards that don't really because i mean wizards have gotten better at designing cards that should be playing correctly with other cards and stuff yeah. and you don't you can't get to as much shenanigans uh, now in in the newer sets than you can with access to the older sets that's just normal i mean the more cards you have access to the more things you can do um i feel that would, would be a would be bold move if like they that. if if they got rid of modern I, i'm not saying getting rid of it i'm just saying have a another format yeah i i i I say that as as i sit here staring at at my tron deck like no (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah and i i get it man like i i modern is my favorite format even though it's again the one i get to play the least uh because there is funny because i'm there's so much cool stuff reverse of that i that is the one i get to play the most and i love it (laughs) i don't blame you man it's the best format it, it I mean, is. It's, it's the best single player format. It is, and, and that's that's the other thing. As we've said before, like Magic is a very um, jaded thing to play in sometimes. But I I feel like it, it was fun to play, and then and then as I got more into it, I'm like, you know what? I I should trade in some of my cards and you know step up my game if I want to keep doing it. And that's how I got the Tron deck, the Elves yeah. deck, and stuff like that. Because I was like, I want to step up my game, so. So yeah, so um, with with that, I think we're gonna I think we're gonna tap the brakes on this discussion for the time totally. being. Um, th- this this was really fun to play a game and everything. And and for anyone who's not a Magic fan, we I'm going to apologize for probably all of the <laughs> nonsense talk that you probably heard coming out of our mouths. But um, yeah, there's a there's a lot of lingo. There there is a lot of lingo in this, but it's a lot of fun. Uh, definitely check it out if you haven't already. But um, if you want to check out another podcast, Jason, where can people find you? Uh, you guys can find us on almost any podcasting application out there. Uh, it's not alone. Just real plain simple. You'll be able to find my name, Jason Moitoso, or my co-host, Sam Fredrickson, is going to be under that too. Uh, otherwise, you can also find us. We do have a Facebook page that you can join. It is called uh, – oh, gosh um, – Oh, we no. are not oh, alone. No. Brain fire. We are not alone. A community for the strange. Yes. Thank you. It's like I'm uh, you on can there also every find now me on Twitter as well if you would like to say hi. Uh, you can also find Sam on there uh, or just the Twitter account for the podcast as well. Or my favorite thing, just Google it. Yes. We have the power. Check it out. Uh, see whatever you'd like to go for. Uh, we do cover again. Uh, some of the more paranormal things that happen to us. We analyze uh, some really cool, interesting stories. I have my own specials where I take over the show completely and I drill nonsense science into Sam and, and he loves it. No, he doesn't. Uh, but it's a blast. I, so I, like I really enjoy out, I really enjoy the Jason specials. I, I actually had to I actually fact checked you the other um, week on the show for Dragons. Good. To explain um, the difference between uh, what, what a wyver and what a dragon was. Oh yeah, that's right. Yes, yep. I, Wyvern I, is the only thing that's possible. It makes me sad. Yes, but but in my opinion, dragons, as in have four legs and two wings, are the cooler version of it. Oh, of course. That's yes. like the that is a dragon. Yes, and, All and, and those that, are like Drakes or 
wyverns yeah yes and and as for in magic most of the almost i think all the dragons are actual dragon dragons so yeah, yeah. They're, they're they're full six-limbed creatures that can't exist on earth yes that is that is correct so you have to planeswalk to get yes to yes you do yes and <laughs> um with that uh you can of course we are both part of the Dark Myths Collective. So if you want to find more dark podcasts, you can go to darkmyths.org. If you want to find me screaming about Star Wars stuff every week, you can go to Knights of Vader Podcast and check that out. Uh, You can, of course, find Zygnus on Podbean, Google, Stitcher, Google Play, and basically everywhere else you can find podcasts. But if you're on Apple Podcasts, give us a five-star review. We greatly appreciate it. You can also find us on Facebook. Just search Zygnus. That's spelled Z-E-N-G, this uh, find us on Twitter at Zingness, Instagram at Zingness Podcast. Uh, if it's Patreon, you can go to patreon.com slash Zingness, help support the podcast. With and We give you some extra little goodies on there for supporting us. Uh, email us at Zingness at gmail.com. Uh, our TeePublic site is tpublic.com slash Zingness. Check that out. We got some cool logos and t-shirts and stuff like that. Um, A.A. Ron does our, is our sound guy. Chris Zinger does our logo. And finally, DJ Golden Boy 89 play us out. <laughs>